Uh, yeah, so I think this, you know, ever since I was little, like literally in, in middle school, whatever age you are, middle school, like 11 or 12, 13, whatever, I've seriously always been interested in in the stock market. I just thought it was just really interesting to learn about. And I had a paper account or like a demo account that they showed me in ninth grade, I think, or eighth grade. And I always kept up with it. And it was so much fun to type in, you know, a million dollars or whatever it was and trade with this fake money and see that you could make, you know, you hold these big positions and any fluctuation of 10 cents or so is some $60,000 up or down gain or loss, you know? And I was always like, man, no wonder the these rich guys are always getting richer. If all it takes is a 10 cent fluctuation to make $60,000, imagine you know, how much you can make when this thing goes up, up like 10 bucks or something, right? And then they owe, like, they own, you know, a million dollars worth of something and all of a sudden you're you're kind of just watching the, the money fluctuate up and down. I'm, I'm kind of going on a tangent. Um, it was always just fascinating to me, though. Kind of like kind of like planes. I wanted to be a pilot when I was younger, too. But my eyesight's really bad and uh, I, I just don't think it's a good idea that I even, even if I do qualify to get it, I genuinely know that I can't see very well. So it's probably not a good idea. I'm flying the plane you're on. We're trying to land it in bad weather, right? Um, yeah, but I did become a trader. Didn't matter how bad my eyesight was. I was able to learn it pretty quickly, right? So here's the timeline. I start in 2018, somewhere around September, October 2018. And I deposit, I think, 800 bucks, 700 bucks, I can't remember. And uh, I don't really know what I'm doing, other than I can buy a stock and hope, hope that it goes up. I can buy a contract, and I know it means that I'm like kind of long a position. Uh, if, if you're not familiar with investing or, or trading, it's a uh, position of 100 shares, right? So if, if a contract says it's worth 0.01, it's really, well, you know, if it's worth, you know, 10 cents, it's going to be worth 10 bucks, right? And um, when you kind of, if you, if you kind of practice long enough, you learn that it doesn't really have anything to do with the technical analysis part and technical analysis although it's useful i definitely won't say that it's just because you're good at technical analysis i guarantee you, you you won't make any money this is probably the most difficult place to make money in in you know as as a trader uh and the reason that it's the most difficult way to make money is because well one you have to understand that you're in finance right and who are you trading against? Well, you're, you as a retail trader, you know, as a non-professional, as a non-institutional investor or trader, uh, don't have a $25 million, $10 million, $50 million account that, or, or risk that you are deploying in order to make a capital gain. And so when you do have that amount, which is the bank, they are making money on every, like, they are making money on all ends, and you're not. And when when you lose, they win, and when you win, they win, and when you do nothing, they still win. And as a matter of fact, you say, well, how can I do nothing and they still win? Well, that's because you, you know, if you're familiar with your 
you know, if you're if you're not new to, I'm sorry, if you're new to trading, you know you can't have your account sit and not do nothing for too long. You'll start getting phone calls and say, hey, you either need to deposit more money or something like that, or you need to start using it, um, or you need to withdraw it altogether, which is unlikely, but you know they might say that, and um, and that's just kind of the life. And so you know the journey begins in 2018, like I said, and I didn't know this that I just that I was just talking about how banks are uh, how you're you're literally trading against professionals and you're it's your very first day and some guys have been out there doing it for you know I'm 21 years old some guys got 21 years worth of experience that guy's got you know more experience in it than I have even been alive and I'm up against him and that's just kind of how trading goes so when I start I don't really know anything I, I don't really know how to demo accounts don't really teach you how to place like a like an, I mean, they teach you how to place an order, but they don't teach you really when to take profit or when to cut your losses or that you should have, you know, a daily goal set up. Oh my gosh, that I like to just want um, And so, yeah, man, that just kind of threw me. What was I talking about? Uh... Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I sucked. I sucked at trading for like two years. I didn't make any money. As a matter of fact, I lost almost my entire account. Like, what did I say? Seven hundred bucks or something like that. I, I know. I know for sure I went from eight hundred to like three hundred and fifty. So I lost more than fifty percent of my account, and that wasn't a bad options play. And uh, I kind of quit for a while, to be honest. And then I and then I just, I was like, man, I'm, there's no way I can give up. This is like genuinely what I want to do. And so I started again, except what I did this time is I, for a long time, with no money, just kind of watched the market. And this was just when I was in a crypto. Um, I guess I should start by saying that I've kind of always been interested in crypto as well. And uh, notice that I said a 2018 is when I started, not, you know, before the, before the big crypto bubble. Um, so I didn't get lucky, right? But I, I would go on to get lucky on plays such as in 2019. Uh, you know, I took Starbucks from like $62 to 90 I took, uh, I mean, there's just a bunch of plays. I, 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 the Pinterest IPO, the Yeti IPO, um, just a couple plays like that where I was like, well, this is for sure going to go up in value. And uh, in a very short period of time, it did. Same thing with cannabis. Cannabis was really, really popular in 2019. Now it's not doing so well at all. Uh, but that's kind of just how it went. And uh, it was trial. I've always learned by trial and error, trial and error. And it was a lot of error, you know, and a lot of trials. And um, I, I would even go as far as to say that I'm still in that trial and error phase except now when i mess up it doesn't hurt as bad you know when i mess up now there's no way i'm losing 55 percent of my account why because i understand risk management and that's that's i don't know if i've said this before but that's all trading is it, trading is literally 95 percent. i mean 90 percent risk management five percent the capital that you have and then five percent you know your understanding of of how to read a chart you know is something bullish or bearish are you trading an uptrend or a downtrend? The simple things like that, and and that means and that matters a lot or means a lot, because if you're trading a bull trend, you know if you're trading an uptrend, all you really have to do is wait. Even if it dips a little bit, you know if you own the stock itself, you, you can't get stopped out. 
um, and you just kind of have to wait for it to go up in, in price, then you can sell and then you're out. That's just kind of how an uptrend works. It's just a matter of, matter of waiting. And that's, that's probably actually another thing. Let me redefine my, my percentage of, of how trading works. So it might be like 90% risk management, you know, like 5% uh, the capital you put up, 2.5% patience, and then 2.5% uh, that other thing. Oh, reading a chart. Yeah. And, and that, but that's pretty much it, though. And you have to be able to understand that this is a, it is an understatement, and, I, and I've learned this the hard way, I promise you I have. Um, it is an understatement when the successful guys say that trading is a way to get rich slowly. This is not a get rich overnight. And as a matter of fact, if you have the mindset that you want to make a lot of money in a very short amount of time, you know, what do you want to gain from trading? If you're after the money, there's just better ways for you to make money. You're going to get taxed heavy on this, by the way. Um, you know, if you're after the money, I, I'd probably recommend just selling drugs. Tax-free. You, you start a business, launder it that way. Uh, probably more exciting, too, overall. But if you're in trading, you're after something different, right? And, and for me, it's, you know, not having to do a normal job. Even though having a normal job is just normal, because if you want to become a full-time trader, you need capital to put up for a long time to cover your mistakes, um, to hedge your bets. You know, you, you need that steady. To every two weeks, you'll get a check. Even if it's not a lot, you'll get a check. Um, and if you can understand that, and, and I did, I mean, all of 2019 and even some of earlier this year, before the virus hit and, and we had to, I mean, we pretty much just got all laid off at one point, I think. Um, you know, I always thought about, man, I, I ought to just try being a full-time trader. Like I ought to just try eight to 3.30 or eight to four, whatever it is. Um, I don't trade market close. I'm pretty sure it's four. Um, you know, let me just sit in front of the computer all day and literally go through every single you know, just do an endless amount of scans in every sector possible and find opportunities. You know, how bad do you want it? And that's actually what I do now, and that's actually what I should have done a year ago. Um, but maybe a year ago, I wouldn't have been as successful. You know, you need the experience. But that's just kind of what being a trader is. Now, I don't trade on a big, like I've, I've never traded on a big account size. I think I might start, actually, um, because I'm just becoming better at, at identifying winners. Even if you, I, I, maybe I'm not the best at cutting losses because I like to, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's a different topic, but I, I'm definitely getting better at identifying winners. You know, you do that slow, you know, make your account go up 5% a day. You know, pretty quickly, you realize that when you're, at a, when you're on a small account like I am, 5% actually isn't that difficult. And when I say small account, I mean just four numbers four figures um matter of fact it's just under 2500 bucks just under and i move all that money not all that not all of it in a single day it's more like maybe 55 percent of it i use the other uh remaining part is just kind of cash if i need to you know if the, if the opportunity arises then it can be deployed um but here's the secret it, it, it took me this long to get it and seriously here's the secret um, if you can identify one winner, 
Let me see. Let me see how to how to phrase this. It, it is much better to have a little bit of money and ten winners than all your money and just one. And the reason it's better to do that because it's a hundred times more beneficial to be diversified from a portfolio management standpoint as opposed to being all in in something. Like even if you knew you had the winning hand in poker. You shouldn't go all in unless the prize pool, unless it's like down to the last two people or whatever it is. Like, it's just not a smart thing to go all in, even if you have a winning hand. Um, maybe that's not the best example, but in trading, the preservation of capital is, you know, that's part of risk management. The ninety percent of trading that I talked about earlier, that is one of the most important parts that I feel nobody gets. Uh, at least not 21 year olds 21 year olds are into this stock's gonna blow up i'm all in on this one and you should be too and they're like that mainly because they want to reconfirm their bias and it's unfortunate they could even be right they could even be right but are you a successful trader because you got lucky are you a successful trader because you have one big trade like 99 losses in one big trade you're not and, and that's not consistent. And if you want to be a full-time trader, you need to replace the guaranteed every two-week check you'd get from your job. And that style of trading, I, I won't say it's boring, but it's not exciting. Um, no full-time trader, I guarantee you, is posting pictures of the Lambos, is, is, is posting pictures of you know him looking at a Mac or looking at a chart on a Mac at the beach like if you're a no professional does that and anybody who is doing that is full of shit because that's not what trading looks like you may just hit send I guess like send order or whatever on a Mac while at the beach but um that's not that's not a true reflection of what full-time trading is like and um, it, it's honestly bullshit. Like no, no, no trader is like that. Like you, you think you understand what trading is, and then you become a full-time trader, and you understand these things that the professionals do. And when I say professionals, I mean the guys who, um, you know, manage the accounts of you know wealthy individuals, pensions. You know, the professional, professional ones. Uh, you know the the and and there's actually a definition for a professional trader. And that is someone who I think has taken the classes, who has taken the exams. And um, I actually think you can look up a person uh, just by name and see if they're a professional trader or not. And m most people aren't, just because you have a big following or because you used to work at, um, you know, some some fancy place doesn't mean you're you're a big time trader. Like the guy from fucking is it barstool or whatever like that guy's a trader but he's not a professional he's a wealthy individual and he does a poor job of managing his money um as far as you know his his what he posts on the internet you know from what i understand what he posts on the internet what i've seen he does a pretty poor job at managing his money but um but because he has a six-figure account he's, he's making you know it's, it's different um of course there's pretty famous videos of him losing and um that probably speaks volumes on how how i mean what trader 
no trader has big losses, right? Like you have a big win, a small win, a break even, a small loss, but there's no like like proper portfolio management, which would be considered a like subsection of risk management. Um, does not include does not ever include the possibility of a big loss which is also why it's better to have 10 winners with a little bit of money in each one as opposed to all in on one right because then you're like well i could win everything or i could lose it all and if your goal is to have a paycheck every two weeks there's there's no way like like imagine you you worked at um like mcdonald's right and they were like well you're either going to get a check or you're not. There's really no point in showing up if you can't guarantee that you're going to get it because you have to do the work anyways. And that's actually what trading is. You have to do the work anyways, and the paycheck's not guaranteed. And you have to kind of guarantee it yourself by exercising proper risk management, by having a good understanding of portfolio management, and by understanding that there's a lot of noise out there, that there's a lot of noise on Twitter, there's a lot of noise. Like, I deleted Instagram for this sole purpose. I followed too many traders. They they just get in my head when I see it, that they're taking big positions on, you know, a big Forex pair, which I don't even trade, but I, I actually might start uh, because it's much better to be uh, a good trader across several markets than it is on just crypto or just stocks or just you know forex it's much better to be um you know diversified across several markets than just one um so yeah that's just kind of the reality of being a, a like a legit trader and you know what constitutes a legit trader by definition i'm not sure but a full-time trader is not the guru on youtube that's just i mean i've, I've always known that but now it's much more clear because I have the insight um, as a full-time trader. And it's just running scans. You use an indicator. Uh, you cut your losses short. You have a good understanding of the fundamentals of the entire, I mean, I don't want to say investment industry, but you have to understand that if you trade, someone is counter-trading you. That if you... You just have to have an understanding that people are trying to upsell you in ways you don't even get it. And it's I guess it's kind of similar to when you go to the store or kind of when you go to Target. You might walk out with a bunch of other things that you didn't even plan to get in the first place. And when you're at Target, it's okay because these things are just kind of, you know, it might be like a candle or, you know, maybe like a blanket or something like that. But when you're in trading, you don't want to gamble, Okay. There's a reason the casino always wins. They let their edge play out over a long period of time. But you are not the casino, and trading is not being at the slots. You will lose every single time if you don't know what you're doing in trading. Like I said, you might get lucky once, but just because you got lucky doesn't make you a good trader, nor does it make you a full-time trader, nor does it make you consistent money, which is ultimately what you're going for. And um, you understand that? Look, it's much better to understand that and just swallow, like just fucking get it over with. You know what? I don't know what I'm doing. I need to learn. Just accept that you need to grow as a trader in order to get better, that you don't know it all, that your favorite mentor or your guru teacher or whoever it may be that you're listening to probably doesn't know it all either, especially if they're on Twitter 
or especially if they're on Instagram, especially if they're selling you a course, especially if they're not ex-professional traders, especially if they're not former Goldman Sachs, you know, big shot bank traders. Um, and luckily, and, and you might be like, well, Brian, we'll, we'll give you the authority to, you know, lecture us on this. Well, I actually know a guy now and I actually know several of them and they're all former Goldman Sachs, um, used to trade from the 2000 to 2014 period, just kind of don't do that anymore and are into teaching more because you realize after a while that trading is actually very empty. And this will kind of go into a different um, episode that I want to talk about, about how trading is a really empty thing, how money is a really empty thing. Um, but they've done their time at an investment bank and they've done the work and they've done the hours and they understand that there's no real human connection there. It's, um, it's just not so, it's just not very satisfying. It makes a lot of money, but it's just not very satisfying. And so they're more into teaching young guys and I was lucky enough to, you know, come across one of them and, and just go up to them and say, you know, how can I get better? You know, I understand here, here's what I'm doing. I'm not necessarily asking you to tell me what to do, but if you can point out some of the things that I'm doing wrong here, I'd love to learn. And that approach, I mean, the guys love it when you're into learning. You know, the guys don't like it when you're cocky. The guys don't like it when you say Bitcoin is going to a million dollars. You know, they don't care about that. And a real trader shouldn't. Because if you're only, if, if you're, if you're only a good trader in crypto, crypto could go away. I mean, it's, it's very speculative, right? It's speculative asset. As JP Morgan, Jamie Diamond from JP Morgan puts it. And so, uh, are, are you really a good trader just because you understand one coin if you're in crypto? No, you understand one coin. I mean, you might be an expert and you might be able to hit buy, sell. But if that coin went away or if that coin went to zero, then you'd be out of a trading career right and those guys understand that and they like that you understand it when you're young because they were at one point our age and they don't you know they look at most most big traders look at younger traders and say you're making a bunch of fucking mistakes and you're not going to make it but if you're able to get them to talk about how you know how they learned they'll say you just got to make the mistakes i guarantee you you don't the best way to learn is by learning from other people's mistakes, not your own. And that's just kind of what I've learned because I'm, a, like I said earlier, I'm a big trial and error person. And so learning from other people's mistakes keeps me from making those mistakes, but I can still learn from them. And that is ultimately the best way to become a full-time trader. 